0: Following podcast is scheduled for one fall, hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois. They are your hosts of the PWT Cast. Scrum and
1: Stank.
2: Bang bang! What is up, you guys? Welcome to episode fifty of the PWT Cast. My name is Scrum, and this is Stank. And we're joined by two very special guests. Uh, this will be referred. This will be what I refer to as a Birdman episode, where. It's going to be one long, continuous cut. Uh, Stank and I, we're currently at the PWT shop right now. We're in what used to be the one-hour tea pickup room. Now, some sort of was the uh, waiting room for customers. Bullet Club Shrine. Yeah, now don't know what it is because we're not really letting customers in right now. So if you hear some noise in the background, it's some of the employees rustling around uh, Rogue is not here, so we don't have to worry about anyone just bursting into the room yelling. Like the Kool-Aid man? Exactly. We don't have to worry about the Kool-Aid man walking in. the unKool aid man? The un aid man. <laughs> man. Yeah, we don't have to worry about him. Uh, but, Stank, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I don't know if you noticed, it's pretty humid in here. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's also Saturday. Normally we got used to, for a while we were recording Fridays. Yeah. We were only recording Fridays and always worried, like, fuck. Someone is going to die yeah. on a Saturday or Sunday, and I think only once that happened, where someone, where something big happened, we are just like, yeah Duh. And, but no, for the most part, we've just been recording Sundays now, but uh, you've got
3: softball, so we've yeah. been coming in here to... I'm coming here, then I'm going to Furious Spoon with my daughter. No, Furious Moon. And Spoon. then we're going to go home and do some softball stuff.
2: You know, I mentioned, speaking of Furious Spoon, I, I put out a tweet yesterday. There was a, it was a tweet. It was like, what's the, uh, what's the pettiest reason you've ever ghosted someone? And I re- I remember telling you like when it happened, there was a, a girl I had met. She, she actually found me through uh, having worked C2E2. And I was just like, oh, cool, cool girl. Nice girl. We sat there talking. And then one time I was out with my roommates at the time. Uh, Furious Spoon, probably the same location you're going to, and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, we're here eating ramen." She's like, "Oh, like like Maruchan, like like the shit I ate in college." And I'm top like, "Top ramen." Yeah, top ramen. I'm like, "No." I'm like, "Like ramen, ramen." She's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Ramen. What the fuck? Like, what do you mean?" And she's yeah. like, "They don't have restaurants that just serve ramen," and I'm like, "No." They have exactly that. There's
3: actually plenty of them. There's
2: plenty of restaurants that specifically specialize in just ramen. And she just refused to believe me. like She thought I was fucking with her. And I'm sitting here sending her links like, here's Furious Spoon. Here's fucking this. Here's that. And shortly thereafter, I ghosted her because... It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, how <laughs> am I going to... And she,
3: like, she just kept... You never heard of noodles? Yeah. I'm just like, what Jesus. the fuck?
2: Yeah. And so, you know, that
3: was that. You're probably better off.
2: I probably am also... Sh-
3: imagine all the potential questions you could wait they make macaroni and cheese at at other restaurants too
2: well she was also like 25 and had to be home before like eight o'clock and i was like no thank you um but yeah so you know you bringing up ramen that reminds me of that yeah i've not had ramen since uh this quarantine has started
3: i'm i think they're doing patio seating so i'm gonna be eating hot fucking soup sweating out in the heat Probably not a great idea now that I think about
2: it. We'll see, like especially in, like Mexican households, and I'm sure it's also Puerto Rican households. I'm not sure how it is, but like my mom would always make fucking like uh, caldo, which is just it's, it's soup. Mm-hmm. You know, she would always make that shit in the summer, and we'd be sitting there eating. And like I love it; I'll eat it. And it, it could be a hundred fucking degrees, and I'll sit there getting three platefuls. But that would be the one thing where I'd be sitting there and just like, Oh, why am I so hot? And in got the a kitchen, molten core eating. inside you. Yeah. And I just keep stuffing my mouth with fucking yeah. hot broth hot and soup. I'm like, and I don't understand why. Um, but I have zero regrets about that Yeah, because I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. We're definitely going to enjoy it. Uh, much like we're going to enjoy this week's interview. Uh, we've had them on before, both individually. Um, funny enough, the first time I had pitched to you, I was like, we should just have them both on because it was right around the time of the horror house. Mm-hmm. And, for I was like, you know what? No, I'm like, these are, are two interesting people. Like deserve their, episode. deserve their own episodes. They deserve their own episodes. Now they don't. N- now they no. don't. After this, yeah. No, but a twofer. They've, been, they've been fucking crushing it uh, with their most recent uh, endeavor in Tales of the Cryptic Cossack 2. You know, we, we talk about them weekly because, it, not even just because they're sitting here next to me, but I'm so fucking proud of them just to see how far they've come with this, especially uh, with how it, with most things that one of these individuals does he's just like i want to do this and it's like yeah bro do it and then just fucking crushes it and does so well at it uh ladies yeah. and gentlemen without any further ado uh Vinny and julio Vinny, how are you guys doing
0: oh great with an introduction like that
2: <laughs> oh and we also yeah. have moses yeah uh, yep. Vinny's also b- moses also moses Vinny's brother
1: hey what's going on guys <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh so yeah man you guys have been fucking crushing it i think last i checked you guys were at like uh 7100
0: yeah yeah i'm um, really quick to, to backtrack to what you guys are talking about i'm pretty sure we're in phoenix phoenix's uh fuck palace
2: uh well this was actually when uh all the riots and shit were going on around here mm-hmm. and fred was in here watching the store. this was where fred was sleeping he would literally just sleep on this couch which isn't big it's it's a love seat yeah. and there's a tv in here uh so me and frank just put on netflix for him and he just Stayed here all night watching yeah, it's, Netflix it's, it's on this it's couch. almost
0: like a four year old like you know you could just leave that on and he's gonna be here exactly <laughs> his yeah.
2: pad. <laughs> I actually saw him I actually saw him right before he came over here for those of you unaware Fred Phoenix, uh, for all intents and purposes are our, our handyman Our handyman you know I wouldn't say janitor because he but, usually makes more of a mess than he does cleaning
0: but he he's he's a character that's what it is he's not just like a handyman he is a legitimate character who. Every morning he will come and he'll start crap with Michael. I know,
3: and as, some, as much crap as we give Michael, like <laughs> as a collective, he goes, like,
0: "Fuck you, Michael, piece of shit." <laughs> and the best part is like I, I get I, that morning I decide whether or not I'm going to jump on with him, um, or start talking shit to Fred. <laughs> it, yeah. it all it all depends. Sometimes I'll have a good day and I'll be nice to Fred. I'm like, "Here you go, you going out this door?" I'm like, "Fuck you, Vinny." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay."
2: Well, kind of speaking to like. Uh, the kind of person that he is the man's 69 years old but because he's so like 69's weird his go-to is i'm not 69 i went from 68 and skipped right on to 70 and i'm like fred i'm not a child you can say the word 69 around me without me giggling but you know yeah he's, he's he's a wonderful person before i got here um i was brushing my teeth real quick and he's, you know, he's like, oh hey, he's like, you going to the plant? I was like, what? He's like, are you going to the plant today? I was like, what plant are you talking about? And he goes, you know, the shop. I was like, why the fuck would you call it the shop? I was like, it's never once in the history of one hour teas pro wrestling teas been called the plant. He goes, fuck you, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, we'll be down there if you need us. But yeah, this is basically where he was sleeping. Um Yeah, it's just. Stink and i also once recorded an episode in here and we can't say who but there was two uh two wrestlers now signed with wwe who were fucking getting lit like christmas trees uh in the other room just yelling the entire time and
3: it was like a skunk fight in the other room.
2: Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it smelled It smelled like the interior of Vinny's car. Oh, man. Well, long story short, I just want to say I'm honored to be in this room. Of course. I'm, I'm happy to have both of you guys on. Julio, Thank you uh, You know, you and Vinny. The one thing I love about Julio is he's always wearing our shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, There was one day, maybe it was like a week or two ago, where I came in and it was, it was him, Trevor, me and Nick were all wearing like PWT cast shirts, and I was just like, oh, yeah. feeling the love. Yeah, I, I wished you would have been here just to see like your creation. Because I mean, Ryan probably has to feel that same way whenever he's out and about and just sees people mm-hmm. wearing pro wrestling t shit. But seeing people wear PWT cast stuff, it's, it's always it's more pretty behind. awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, but Vinny, so Vinny and Julio, like we mentioned, you guys, you guys crushed. What was your initial goal for uh, and for people unaware? What is the cryptic closet do? Um, the Cryptic Closet I'll started. Th- go ahead. Uh, uh, Tales from the Cryptic Closet too. Yeah. The Cryptic Closet oh, okay. too. Yeah. Your second is your second location. That,
0: that, that's my that's my baby. Yeah. Um, the Tales from the Cryptic Closet was just like a brainchild. Um, after meeting Julio, Ashley, Adam, a lot of the people on the book, um, and seeing a lot of stuff they did, Julio, you can you can jump in. Whenever. But but, you guys had done a book together before. Yeah, and you had given it to me, and I got to take a look at it. I didn't. You didn't give it to me, but I got to see a copy of it, and I got to see what you guys did in collaboration. And it sparked the idea of doing a horror anthology, which led us to Tales from the Cryptic Closet.
4: Yeah. So, uh, where I'm from, Northwest Indiana, there's like a small uh, artist community. Uh, which slowly became a comic book creator community. And our buddy Adam Farster made a group called The Lab, which basically uh, saw uh, like uh, a safe place for creators to have constructive criticism to help lift each other up as opposed to like shut each other down. Basically, like what Vinny does, like promoting other like mm-hmm. horror apparel and stuff like that, not only his. So Adam started doing that and whatnot, and we called ourselves The Lab Creative. Uh, And so we wanted to help put numbers underneath everyone. So not everyone hasn't been published yet at that time. So he was like, hey man, let's do an anthology. And because we're big craft beer people, we'll call it Lush. And it's basically handcrafted comics. And it had like a beer can on front of it and things of that nature. And it it featured Ashley Asper and Adam, myself, uh, Lisa Jones, and a few other of our friends. And uh, you know it's something you're proud of. You made comic book with your buddies and stuff like that. And um, Vinny was kicking around some ideas, and I was like, "Well, we we kind of done it before. We we don't know exactly what we're doing. We kind of did it though." And and I showed it to him, and we're now into the second book of this monster that this guy decided was like, "Hey, man, let's make a comic." And no, I, I like, think okay. I think
0: the most appealing <laughs> part, like the most appealing part of Lush, was that it was hard for you guys to find a copy to show me because you said that you guys sold yeah almost all of them, so I was like right then and there, obviously that style of comic worked, and with the love of you know creepy comics e c comics yeah. creep show tales from the you know crypt all that stuff, it's like I felt like all these people that we had together, I knew that we could do something really cool if we just kind of uh put our brains together so that's that's what happened
3: yeah can i can I just say too like the idea of like artists getting together in like a non-judgmental way, mm. um, but also being able to critique each other. Like I had something like that happen to me. Like when I was doing pop culture T-shirts, I was starting out, and like, like even when I was younger, I wanted to do like those horrible like punny shirts that you see at Spencers, you know, like with dick jokes on them and mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, I got on Redbubble and I started doing that. And then one artist friend of mine. Uh, a lot of people know her as BAM just reached out and said hey you want to join this group of we're all on Redbubble we're doing the same type of shirts and then like just having just seeing other people that are maybe further down the line than you were in the process being able to say hey don't make this mistake I did or hey maybe do this and then not feeling like I mean we're all artists so we get sensitive about our work and we critique oh, ourselves man. hard enough. Yeah, as it exactly. Is. And and there's always imposter syndrome. Where you're like, oh, they're gonna figure out that I'm I suck, and this will be yeah. like the last thing I ever do. So, I mean, that that's great that like not only did that happen, but then you guys got together with other artists, and then you know, born out of that, you have a tangible good that's like kicking ass right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
4: appreciate
2: that. Kind of <laughs> even with putting together this podcast, I think the one the one advantage that like me and Dave had on our side was. I knew so many other people that podcast. You know, mm-hmm. I was friends with Marty Ross and Sarah Shockey, John Pollock, and Waiting Colt Command. Those three have like their own, like very strong podcast. So when it came time for us putting like ours together, it was very easy to just like
3: yeah, we benefit. Definitely. Yeah, it's
2: like hey, what do I do? What do I do right? You know, because like, like you mentioned, we're all gonna have like the things that we do that even like almost weekly like i'll have people like oh hey i listened to this episode I read like this and in the back of my head i'm like can't yeah, but when i edit it together it sounded and sounded good and you know like very minute <laughs> things like we did the effie episode and the audio was like fucked oh, up we're having and, such a hard time and God. i i did the best to like put it together and trevor outlaw you know he was just like no he's like it, it sounded fine a little bit weird in the beginning i'm just like
0: no no i'm like mm-hmm. i didn't do it good enough i should have that that's how i that's how it is when you get a shirt printed and you get it screen printed and you don't know anything about Pantone's and all of a sudden you're like, fuck. That was supposed to look like blood and it looks like he's crying orange icy. Yeah, orange juice. Coming so, out of um, no, and I mean another, another cool thing for you guys, like, it's also a Pro Wrestling Tees podcast. So, mm-hmm. we have a following that's pretty unique. I feel like there aren't many t-shirt companies who have customers and fans who really want to know what goes on behind the scenes like Mm -hmm. our pwt fans legitimately love to know what's going on what's happening at the shop the moment ryan put up that fundraiser for all the employees like there were so many people who supported us which Mm -hmm. by the way thank every single one of you guys who donated um haven't had the chance to say that publicly or through a podcast so Mm -hmm. i'll say it now but um yeah uh, i i can easily say the same thing about you guys i'm proud of what you guys have done it's really cool to yeah, see very much. how many retweets and stuff. Because, like, like, you guys tag Cryptic Closet on every single post. So anytime you guys get a share or a comment, like, we get notified. And I, I can always tell, like, every week there's more and more momentum. So congrats. Well, they, that, I mean, that means a lot. Especially, again, like I've always said,
2: I'm I'm always motivated by people who just, like, I'm going to do this and do it. Like, that's why with you two guys, it's like. You know Julio, You were remember right when we did episode three. You were just like, "Yeah, I just wanted to do comics, so I just did them." And I'm like, in my head, it's like, "What do you mean you just did them?" You're <laughs> like, "No, that's just what I did." And same thing like with you, Vinny. Like since day one that I've met you, you've always had like an idea. It's like, "Oh, I want to do this." How do we? What do you think about that? What do you think about this? And it's just like you both are just like, "I'm gonna fucking do this," and it's either gonna fail. I'm either gonna land on my face or succeed. And like that's just such motivation you know like especially which like me and dave we're just like why not do it yeah. like we're gonna do this podcast and people are gonna like it or even if they don't like i don't even look at like the analytics anymore because i'm just like i don't care about fun. It. yeah i'm like yeah. i'm having fun mm-hmm. like i have more fun like don't get me wrong I, I like interviewing wrestlers and talking to people you know like we we interviewed blue meanie i don't know Ooh. how much wrestling we actually talked yeah. like Dude's like a comedy fan and like a TV, fan. and we're just in there talking this stuff. And I'm like, "This is the stuff I like." So that's and that's cool. stuff that
0: they like. Surprisingly, the wrestlers don't want to sit there and just talk about wrestling. They all just right. they almost want to have an escape. One, you know, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was super refreshing for him. Well, yeah. We know?
3: we mentioned Effie like when we first interviewed Effie, um, we were going through it, and it was like the most fun conversation. And he's like, "This is kind of nice. We didn't talk about wrestling at all." And yeah. it's like, and how and many I, times do you, like Okay, we're all nerds. So, this is not a pejorative, but like how many wrestling nerds go up to a wrestler and say, "Oh, I loved your match at Heat Wave 93 and wh- when when you hit that plancha on this guy, remember that?" And like what do you the say? The wrestlers probably don't even remember because that was one of like a thousand of those that they did. Right. Mm. And I
0: mean, even then it's like what what there's that kind of an approach doesn't leave much space for a, a real response cuz you're right. like, "Oh, just, thanks. Yeah, I do remember that. I appreciate it, even if you don't. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks." Yeah. And then what do you say from there? Uh could you sign my sock like you know like, <laughs> at well, that it's, point it's
2: also like don't get me wrong there's definitely like rest some wrestling podcasts where uh, you know you have like a, a cabanas where like okay sure i want to get to know this person you know but these wrestlers can only do so many of those podcasts the right. jerichos the the cabanas where they sit down and and tell their story before it's like oh okay well like i already know it that's yeah. why like with us you know i'm like hey bring on ethan page and have him fucking talk
0: about power rangers yeah I, I love how you talk about like what was your first t-shirt that you guys like i like that you bring more of the mm-hmm. fan aspect so i
2: always i always feel bad though sometimes where it's like man there's like i hope this person doesn't listen to you know a horn episode expecting to hear like oh like all this dirt on like why he left WWE and stuff
3: well that's the thing like we've actively tried to avoid mm-hmm. like dirt like we, when we did Kylie Rays episode um i wanted to joke and talk about let's talk about the exit just real quick and then we, it was going to be something about like pokemon <laughs> they they removed some pokemon from the game and then we we're like you know what let's not even let's not
0: even go there okay so
2: that is there's doorbell as I mentioned yeah. yeah that's yeah. uh
0: that's one customers who yeah. aren't really that good at reading yeah. stay out um, <laughs> the weird
2: closed on weekends i'm probably not gonna edit that out like i mentioned yeah, we're in fred um, sex palace we're yeah we're in fred sex palace there is something i'm going to edit it out but because i'm a master editor you uh you won't notice that <laughs> but uh so when you guys started you know you guys get the ball rolling with the first um tales from the cryptic closet you know you guys get that done you know all your friends help you out getting together Killer Cross mm-hmm. now uh, Kareen Cross yep. he helps you guys with that Yeah. how soon after the first one do you guys say now it's time for part two um,
0: immediately so, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah. the moment we were I want to hear his
4: version of this because it's probably different from what
0: really well, happened in my head. I didn't, uh, I didn't bring it up when I thought that I wanted to do a second one because I knew that you guys were already overwhelmed to art. But the moment we hit the Kickstarter and somebody donated a dollar, I was like, Oh fuck it. We're doing two. <laughs> like one person wants to see it. I'm doing it for you. No, but uh, I think the moment everybody seems so excited and engaged into the idea. And like Bill came up with the cover I saw the cover, and I was like there's if I saw a book like this, there has to be another one that comes afterwards. you know what I mean like you yeah. as as a fan and, and and seeing comics growing up, it's like I don't want to be a one hit wonder, you know and like yeah. i feel I feel like the more we would kick around ideas, the more ideas would come, and then we'd realize we can't fit this in this book like we got to save it, and then it was more like there were so many ideas coming in that it was like starting to leak into two where it kind of came
4: organically, yeah um that's funny his version is different from my version um it was at horror house i think where it was like fully and that, that's my Dude, part. horror house we were already talking about three yeah we're two and three was like <laughs> horror house thing and it was cool because um because we even though we're together on this we still run two separate companies Vinny runs cryptic closet and i'm one of the one third of gorilla publishing and it's cool that like what he does can coincide with what we do and then together like mega powers type deal yeah uh, I mean, so i don't think it's it's been announced but tales
0: from the cryptic closet 2 is the highest back project from any guerrilla publishing yeah. kickstarter ever
4: it's our our highest amount of backers our highest amount of pledges um so thank you everybody for that that's right, i didn't mean to interrupt no that. no you're fine dude thanks for bringing that up because i would have missed it completely um but yeah, just and and at the time, Tales One was the highest selling gorilla book, and and on its first day, which was Horror House that Friday or that whole weekend, we we moved more copies than what we expected, and you know having crossed there and and the creatives and just having like minded people there really helped a lot, and so just within them three days having that whole like the. The core team, and I, I don't want to say, say it like that because everybody's, you know, mm-hmm. everyone contributed, but there's like, there's, I want to say, three or four more guys involved with everything on this book. And um, so, Moses included. Yeah, hell yeah, definitely. He, he's automatic. When it's Cryptic Closet, you know it's Vinny and Moses yeah. mm-hmm. automatic. If I do a show without Moses, they're like, where's your brother?
0: <laughs> Almost in disappointment. Why are you here by yourself?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it's a combo pack i don't like your hair (laughs) (laughs) and we were all talking about it and it just like Vinny said it came organically like oh we can do this we can do that let's do this how about we do this and automatically it was like well who do we bring back and you know there's only so many pages we can do because uh for print costs it's print on demand for comics too but the more pages you do unfortunately the page count goes up and the prices go up and then full color versus black and white and all this stuff so those were things we had to look at and, and stuff and we're like oh why don't we do this and why don't we do that and like how Vinny said that bled into three so automatically two and three already start coming out or like planned for and whatnot and so like we're already we're, book two is done like all the art and everything's done for it we just gotta you know set it up for print but in that, where we got issue three and the gimmick for issue three and what we're going to do. But again, it's organic and you can tell it's like it's a passion project. It legitly is. It's not like we're forcing these guys and, and gals to be like, oh, you're going to be on this book. It's no, like, hey, we really like your vision. We really like what you're doing. It, and it's challenging. It's pushing people because you see bill hallier is amazing this is the Vinny oh. and bill hallier show on on this book and i'm you know we we joke about it but it legitly is no don't put name in this <laughs> and bill's such a badass artist he's done like horror hound covers he's done like creature effects and like so he's everywhere and he's worked with like image and dark horse so he has like film behind him he's got comic book behind him he's got all these things behind him and he's not like, hey, I'm Bill Hallier. Look at me this night. He's like, no, I'm Bill Hallier, and you need to look at Ashley Asper. You need to look at Adam Farster. Seriously, he's, he's one know? of
0: the most humble and, like, just overall nice guys in the entire fucking world. Like, I love Bill to death. Like, I, I call him, and you can have a shitty day, you know, because of reasons being, you know, for, for work-related reasons or, you know, somebody at, at the office is pissing you off or, you know being fa- whatever. So you know, you go and during your lunch break you call Bill and like he just has like this this character where he's just so yeah. just so down to earth, you know, and like on top of that, that dude is like a guru. Yeah. Like I'll be like I'll tell him okay, well, you know, I was thinking this or like spoiler, I I I have my first story in the Cryptic Clause, Tales from the Cryptic Closet. And too, Moses so. has editor credits yeah, on so, on it
4: too. So um
0: so I got to work with Bill, and I pitched my my story, and I sent it to him, and he sent me uh, kind of like a rough draft, and I I feel like I'm kissing his ass every time because he'll send me like images like Hey, dude, here here's here's what I'm thinking. Let me know you know what you think. And every single time I'm like, dude, this is perfect. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but you know what what are you thinking? I'm like is fucking beautiful he's like i i I feel i feel like he wants me to give him i very i very
2: much feel that same way when Stankel sent me a t-shirt design 10 out of 10 times i'm just like yes it is perfect i love it i'll be
0: like hey
3: what do you think of this he's like do it now i'm like yeah i'm like it's
2: awesome because again like i very much feel what you mean like when someone's such a pro at their craft Pretty much anything
0: they do. Yeah, and you're, like, a fan of their work, so mm-hmm. it's, like, you see it not only just as a friend or, like, you see it as, like, a fan of their work and you're just, like, dude, this is this is awesome. Like, even the, the cover for Tales, too. Yeah, it's like, great. he sent it, he's like, here's what I'm thinking, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm still <laughs> gonna mess with the colors. And he says it all so modestly. Like, yeah, yeah this is what I was able to come up with. And I'm like, holy shit, like, what
4: the fuck? And then Adam and I and Ashley are seeing all this and we're like, damn you, Bill. You gotta make me step up, man.
3: Well, like, full but- disclosure, like... I've gotten to see a lot yeah, of those we, images we show, yeah. and I can't tell you like how many times I've said sick <laughs> <laughs> and like, I can't describe it in any other word than oh, that's yeah. so sick.
4: Yeah. So. But, it, but together it's pushing everybody, mm-hmm. you know? So it's the passion, but it's also like you see Bill stuff, you see Adam stuff. And then I'm like, I got to step up and then I, you know ashley sees bill stuff or my stuff and she's i'm gotta step up and then the writers too are seeing all that i was like man like um this is nathan's first comic mm-hmm. this is ben miller's second horror story so it's a lot of first and like out of comfort zones for people but they're in a how can i say like a loving setting yeah nothing, that, it's all like friendly competition yeah you know and it, it just pushes a better product for a reader or a comic book or or anything, a horror fan, you know. So we're just it, – it's crazy, man, just how organic, but it's still, like, fucking Bill Hallier. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Moses, what is, what is it like for you when your, your big brother comes up
2: to you and tells you – because based on how many times Vinny will, like, come up to me and pitch me ideas – I can only imagine it's so much more with you living with him. What's it like for you? And he's <laughs> like, Hey, I have this idea. I want to do this fucking horror theme comic book. Are you in? So
1: that's pretty much like every day. <laughs> um, we're constantly like, he's always coming up with great ideas and that's kind of, I think why we've been so successful is he's kind of just like Kenny Omega is the bout machine. He's like this idea, idea machine, machine, uh, machine, you know, for, uh, lack of a better term cuz like like I said it's every day. I mean like we'll we'll constantly be talking about like hey, oh maybe we can do this with this or like we have varsity jackets that will spoiler alert going to be coming out in the fall so be, you know, on the lookout for that too. But um but yeah, like we're constantly looking at stuff like for the comic book, we're always thinking about, you know, uh that like the plush plush idea, that's something that I remember him Specifically, when we talked about it, and then he was like, All right, let's you know, he spoke to the creative, and everybody was on board like instantly. Oh, yeah, and uh, and then you know, after uh, him and Bill came up with the sketches for everything, I was just like, What the heck? This is so perfect!
2: <laughs> yeah, it's very. It's just very telling like even i don't know about you guys but like after and for those of you guys unaware the horror house was a, a pop-up shop that you know these guys here put together um it was so cool it was in this nice little like spot near downtown in the roosevelt collection and after the horror house i had the same feeling of like no oh, i missed that very much yeah. in the same way after like all in Cause Uh like that whole first all in weekend, you you know, it was like, I had like the all in blues and I very much had the same way with the horror house. Cause I remember like going there the first night, like after work, going there was like a Friday Mm -hmm. going there. And I was just like, man, this is cool. as fuck!" and like, it wasn't that big of a space. So it's not like, you know, every day I discover something new pretty much did a one over the first time and was like all right cool like this is, but just being there being with everyone like you it was tangible like mm-hmm. how everyone's passions just coming through and you know whether someone's selling this tchotchke over here or someone's selling posters or someone's selling this like it was all these people with like the same in common goal and like again you, you guys talk about like that motivation through everyone else like wanting to do the same thing it's just like fuck yeah like that even like motivates like us like you, you gave us a platform to like yeah go ahead put on a live show and like we do that and it's just like man stank we got like it was like 40 50 people that yeah showed i was up. surprised you know it's like yeah, if we keep awesome. doing this maybe next time we get 60 people maybe next time we get 70 people yeah. but it's still like it's always the one thing with you where like you give as much as like you always give people the platform to do things, you know? And it just like Moses said, like along with you're, like, you're constantly coming up with ideas. Like you're always constantly doing that, which I'm sure, I, you know, speaking for all of us, like we're all super grateful for that. Dude, oh, I'm yeah. super
0: grateful for every single person in this, in this room. Like, let me, let me start, let me start the little, <laughs> are you afraid of the dark circle? <laughs> <laughs> Moses, I wouldn't be able to, claws wouldn't even be a thing if it wasn't for him. It started, he did the first show with me and, and, haven't done a show really without him since i did one it was the worst um it's my ideas but it's a mixture of mine and his passion like our goal in the end um we want to pay off our parents house we want to be able to make a living for ourselves and have you know a a home of our own someday you know so like to be able to do this with our passion and drive that's the end goal you know and like if we can bring all our friends with us and have them succeed that's another goal. That's why at the moment you guys talked about possibly doing a live show it was like no question. If you guys can bring the the mics, then you guys are more than welcome to do it. And I'll say it now: if we do a horror house too, which I'm already in the works of trying to figure out.
4: Hey, I didn't um, know about that.
0: 2021. I'm. <laughs> I, I. I'm. Tr- once I figure out a place, uh, we'll be getting the ball rolling. But. Um,
2: and once COVID is
0: done too. <laughs> no, 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 well, no! It's gonna be a COVID party. Oh, a COVID party! <laughs> yeah, so nice. the first yeah. person to catch it wins a a free T shirt. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Courtesy of uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no, and like, Julio, like, is, is another one where like he's this dude. The first time I ever wrote I a story in a comic, I the first story I ever wrote for a comic book was his Death Bat comic. Um, and like since meeting him, we've done some so much cool shit that I know for a fact I would have never been able to do if I had not cross paths with Julio. And like Berto like one of my best friends in the shop like top top three and there's Ryan stank and Berto are like my you know and Julio's like a given because he's like like I said like a brother to me and it's like my three favorite people in the room besides you know I love Ryan and Frank too there's don't get me wrong I love everybody in the shop but there's just like a certain bond that we have oh, yeah. um, maybe not everyone
3: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean, yes. Listen, some people are kind of creepy, but it's fine, you, you know. Weirdos. We can- oh, I'm so- sore. Um, <laughs>
0: so, but um, no. And even stank stank. As far as where I'm at work-wise, like for pro wrestling tees, like I've officially moved to the pro wrestling team side. None of the stuff would be possible if it wasn't for this guy backing me and supporting me and pushing me. And whenever I get frustrated and think that I'm hitting a wall or I'm just stuck. He'd always tell me, like, dude, just keep going. Just keep doing what you're doing. And now I'm helping run Running Pro Wrestling Crate. So it's, it's uh, yeah.
3: I mean, also a little behind-the-scenes thing. Vinny was working on something for the crate that I can't say what it is, but it's pretty great. And, um, you know, until you get to, like, a certain level, and this is not just Pro Wrestling Tees or Crate or this is like any job and like you feel like I want to I'm at A and I want to be at at B and I'm just I'm plateauing I can't get any and for like I'd say like a year two years that's where you were at you were frustrated and Vinny loves pro wrestling he's a great artist Um, very hard worker and creative Um, and we just started this full court press on Ryan we're like just Move him over to pro wrestling. Tees. He'll, he'll be happier. He'll be he'll thrive creatively. And there were times where it just didn't seem like it was going to happen because he was so valuable to the one hour tease side. But I mean, that's that's like uh, the biggest testimony to just like keeping at it and working hard. And you know, the thing Vinny presented to Ryan, Ryan was like, "Dude, that's so that's so sick." <laughs> and that, may, that might not have been a comment. No matter how good his artwork was, maybe a. A year ago because you know ryan didn't see him as that guy and so um definitely you know i liked vouching for him but i mean most of it's just him working hard and pushing through so um but that's the thing about like with a couple exceptions here like almost everyone here is like a big family and we were talking about like the collaborative stuff but like really i mean there's not too many assholes that work here that are just trying to pull people down and you'll have that in every workplace where there's just some asshole that's just—they talk shit and they hate their job and they just gripe, and that spreads just as just as fast as like enthusiasm does.
4: Sure.
0: But no, dude, I, 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 sorry, I'm gonna cut no, you off. Good. I was I was gonna say off of what you just said, like I say this all the time to to friends, people who don't even know anything about the shop. Like I'm extremely grateful to be at the place that I'm at because I wouldn't be able to do half the shit, or even at that, if let's say I was able to do half the stuff that I have. At another job I would not be able To do it as successfully Because of The people that are around me Like for example The moment we did The Kickstarter I want to say Two or three people <laughs> That are going to be Drawn on the back of the book Are yeah, working here. Here. and That's crazy And they here. dropped That much money To be a part of it And like Mark donated yeah. Paul donated It was like All these people here Were just like Yo I, I backed the comic And it's like yeah. it, it leaves you overwhelmed Because it's just like You know Those are friends You know
2: Oh I, I actually had to request my money back. I mean you guys have already gotten so much of it so I, I He's actually like wait a second. This I'm like oh you actually don't need my money then. Uh, <laughs> but like speaking to that uh Julio, I remember seeing you uh the first not in the first but maybe like the f- days leading up to when um you guys the Kickstarter was going live mm-hmm. and you just you looked really like on edge and you're like stressed oh, <laughs> stressed yeah. and you know cuz you were working hard to fucking get everything together for it. And, like, I remember, like, kind of telling you, like, like trust me, you guys are going to do good. Like, I'm pretty sure, you know, you guys did really good last time. And then what was it in, like, three days? It was, like, or how how many days was it before Four. you guys crushed your,
4: your goal? Because your initial goal was 5,000, yeah. correct? Yeah, it was 5,000. Uh, I think it was in a day that... We reached almost it's almost two grand or something yeah I mean. so it was just weird man because kickstarter a couple of hours yeah actually yeah. yeah Yeah. kickstarter stresses me out regardless um just because it's it's an all or nothing yeah and i i noticed lately getting older i suffer from high anxiety so <laughs> <laughs> it sucks so i'm like always on edge but um i mean kickstarter because it's it's not a for sure thing and then you have 30 days or 60 days or 90, whatever you put it on. But we noticed like uh, 30 days. And uh, it works better because people want to back it quick. Mm-hmm. You know, you give them that short amount of time and then you give yourself a short amount of time from stressing out and heavy drinking <laughs> and, and all that fun stuff. But it was weird because like ben, ben Miller usually does our Kickstarter stuff. And now it was like me. Doing this one it was like okay. We got to make the video. We got to do this. We got to do that. And make sure you know Vinny and Moses know what's going on, and then tell the guys from Gorilla. So being the middleman between two companies, and then making sure everyone's okay, and then all the creators are okay. So it was just like it's it's a load to bear. Dude, I, you don't get enough credit for that because
0: you you literally were running around and putting it all am. together. Yeah, I know. You, that's you, that's, <laughs> not, that's a not fun stuff. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, but you 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 put. Bill is a huge asset to the con- to the comic, but dude, you don't you do not give yourself ah, enough
4: credit. I'm a background See, even now, guy. like
0: that, he literally just I like said being in the background. He said, Nah, yeah. nah, bro, <laughs> we wouldn't be able to do it without you. So pat yourself in the back. Ah, no, Come I'm on. not Barry
4: Horowitz. Come on, man. I'm not doing that. you just gonna be yeah, me I mean, a whore. You know <laughs> but I mean, it 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 is. It's still kind of stressing a little bit, but it's a, a little bit of stress. It's not like, oh man, you know, I gotta wait for the deadline, this and that. We we hit it. And it And was really weird and like vinnie said like the first few like the first person was kaylee and she works right next to me and every day she comes up to me 300 a day and i was like what what she's like you're gonna get 300 a day and i started calling her vicky valancore because in waterboy yeah. Yeah. at the end she was like that's going to be the score and that's basically what kaylee's been doing is like oh 500 a day and before i go to bed i'll look i was like what the fuck? how does she know this shit? but um, it's overwhelming a good overwhelming right now because like oh cool we get to put this book out it's going to be in people's hands and stuff like that but yeah man Kickstarter is it's a stressful thing because it's like you're putting basically again like any artist we're hot on ourselves we're, we're constantly thinking oh what did i do wrong i could have done better but you're also exposing your soul in so much so it's like i'm putting this out here and now it's like i got my my Four brothers in Gorilla and, and Cryptic Closet. And if this fails, it's all on me. Because we went through the last time and it was like, okay, we saw, okay, well, this went wrong. This went wrong. Okay, what went right? Okay, this did Okay, we, we can up this and this and that. And so we, we sat down and we actually talked about it and figured it out and like, okay, what do we need to do? And, and Vinny was very, like, hard-pressed on meetings. And, and at the time, I'm like, why well, do we got to meet again? But, like, we did it we had to do the meetings and now I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, we had to do it that way. We're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Cause now like if we can talk about it and we're on the same page, talking about it, Ben Miller can talk about it and he's okay. Josh Hov and Scarlett Lang brewing can talk about it and they know what they're talking about. So it was cool to have everyone on there. And it's like I said, it's a little more stre- stressful now, but as a, when you hit that launch button, man, it's just like, what happens now? Yeah. I was, I was nervous too. I, the
0: first, i'm not familiar with kickstarter the first one was the first experience and at first it was like really nerve-wracking because like we could either look really dumb and nobody donates or we could be successful and the moment we we actually reach our goal then it was just like a fun like oh let me check it every 10 minutes who else donate you know like um but this one i think it's really super exciting because we we mentioned earlier um but we have the plush doll of the cryptic creeper, which is really rad because we actually have a character that we created as a plush doll. And yeah. as a kid, you know, thinking about as a kid, how many cool plush dolls you had, like this one, we we ordered the, the prototype and it just looks so official. It just looks so... The quality is, is insane. Um, and we unlocked that tier. The tier was $6,666. And...
4: But but the crazy thing is that people anticipated it before we even unlocked it.
0: Yeah, the first I think we weren't even at thousand. One dude's like, "We're getting, I need that creeper in my life."
4: (laughs) Yeah, it was just, it's not unlocked yet. Like, hold on, man. (laughs)
0: Like, like
2: like I know, like for me, me and Dave would constantly like from from outside looking in, constantly just like anytime we talk, it'd be like, "Do you see what they're at now?" Yep, it's (laughs) like, "Oh, they're definitely gonna get it." And again, I think it just it speaks to how like dedicated. dedicated you guys are to your stuff to where people can can back it up you know i'm sure things like the first one helps i'm sure things like the cryptic closet you know being a bigger thing you know with, with the fanny devitos like i'm sure that helped as well but like the first if the first one was really successful and people saw like oh clearly you know like this is a thing these people are passionate about like i don't know how many people from the shop donated the first time around you know few but it, people but it was always like one of those things where like i remember you guys like oh thank you and it's like and it was just like well i was always going to like yep. you know support I'd, it
3: i'd be a shit if i didn't
2: exactly yeah. you know
3: because y'all are my boys
2: and that's why i was like this second time around like i was actually mad kaylee be- I, I was stuck doing shit for ryan so i didn't realize cause i remember i was like julio it starts at what time okay because i <laughs> wanted to be like oh yeah i was the first one but i got stuck doing shit for ryan and i remember like looking over at the clock and i was like vinnie what time did it start And you were like i think it was like noon i was like God damn it and like i <laughs> run, maybe like 10 minutes later you know but it's one of those things where like there was people around the shop too who are just like yeah, yeah did you donate like yeah i donated well, i'm getting this tier i'm getting that tier and much like you were saying saying it's like we're all a, me and cousin jeremy funny enough we're talking about this yesterday uh where For the most part everyone here we are family yeah you know you have people and much like families there's some people you don't get along with some people you know, like i'm gonna hang out with this cousin instead of that cousin some people you don't invite to the barbecue some people you don't (laughs) invite to the barbecue exactly and but at the end of the day it's you know we all are one big family and i i legitimately feel bad when i see people post things like your job doesn't care about you don't put in all this work for your job oh, they yeah, don't care about you and it but it's like well sure if you're working for a giant corporation
3: yeah if you're if you're packing trucks for amazon yeah jeff bezos doesn't give a shit about you. exactly <laughs> but, you know but
2: it's like we're in all we're in a position where like no our boss does care about us and and i feel bad because it's not like i can't i can't make that person change their mind until they get the chance of like working for like a a small business because even as big as we are we're technically still a small business when you compare it to you know the targets and amazons and you know those kinds of companies but uh, look the one thing that i help, that i think helps everyone with like the long hours or like the amount of work is that like i like i know personally for me where it's like a bunch of the times where i'm like I wanna fucking strangle everyone. I can go over by like Vinny and, you know, we'll we'll talk some bullshit for like, you know, a few minutes or I'll come by Julio, you know, or I'll give Stank a call and it's just that like environment of just being with your family basically that like helps make helps make the, the long hours here definitely go by yeah, a lot quicker. Sure. I know yeah. and sometimes
0: we're roommates when I decide to sleep in the office.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah some Vinny, you know, you got your new office down there. Uh so sometimes um,
0: it, it does me and Moses do admit, it does look like a, um, a, casting, a casting room. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's those lights. Yeah. It's those lights and those it, white couches. It, yeah, you, know, you need a pole in there. I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. I do. <laughs>
2: uh, so, I mean, you guys got it all back now. Yeah. It's, it's happening. It's coming to fruition. What, is, there, is there anything uh, different you want to do with this next one? Because I mean there it'll be the third time doing it yeah. and you know you mentioned like a different theme and things and like personally I love the anthology theme.
1: Like
0: Yeah, yeah, it, no, it, we're sticking with that for sure. Yeah. Um we do have a big like Julio let's call it we have a big gimmick planned for the third one. Yeah um I can give you I can give you a small hint of something new that might be involved. I'll give you a nice scoop. Um I'm
4: not authorizing I'll give you, this. Give
0: you, I'll give you a hint. I'm not gonna blatantly say it, but the next book's gonna be very nice and very evil.
4: Okay. Man, there's, there's so much with the third book already, man. Yeah. It's, I like that. If you like two, you're gonna love three. Well, if you liked one, you're gonna love two. And then three is your ours your for now on. Yeah. That's it. Every year, just expect something crazier because this guy has a million and one ideas. And it, it's, it's cool, man. I love working with these guys because they keep me on my toes ninety percent of the time. Uh hey, this time you could blame Adam. <laughs> and um but no man, three's three's gonna be a little bit more evil and uh I will say full color. Hell yeah. That's nice. it. Nice. So that those are like the two main things we can give and full color, not because we haven't wanted to be the last two issues to be full color. It's just issue one, we thought it would be cool to to really go back and we wanted to do like newsprint paper, like really throw it back, uh, to show like, Hey, we're legit fans of EC. Uh, and then some stuff happened with issue two and we're just like, okay, we need to keep it black and white, just budgeting. We had to do black and white. Uh, and I think this third one, I, 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 to any of the
0: supporters listening now, just a heads up. The third one probably will have a higher, um, stretch like like goal that we'll yeah. have but it's because so much we is going plan yeah it. we have a lot more plan and we want to bring you the best quality yeah. comic possible like, Um
4: two is we saw what we did with one and that was like 24 32 pages and we're like holy cow and then after one we started getting people outside of our friends hitting us up like hey how do i become a part of this and this and that and there were still friends of ours that was showing Vinny like hey man if you like this guy's work check this guy's artwork out and he was like hey man you know this person is like nathan how he got on was like hey that's josh's buddy he's been wanting to do a comment like hell yeah bring him on so we did that and it became so massive that it's 72 pages and 11 stories which is what double the size, double everything. So that's what we're doing for two is like, oh, double the fun, double, you know, like spearmint gum. That's what we're doing yep. for two. So three is, you know, if we're doing that kind of stuff, you got to look at that. So it's going mean, to be. So this is going to be
0: dropped Monday. So we we can probably say we're 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 trying to figure out the specifics, but we're working on a last stretch goal yeah. that includes um, if we reach it, every person who physical ba- copies yeah who backs the physical copying up will receive um a print a small like 5x7 print of our creeper and killer cross signed by both bill hallier and cross yeah yeah
4: because cross came back on for two
2: so if, if people still want to donate and help get to that uh, stretch goal where can they go
0: um just go to any of our instagrams okay. um the cryptic com. um doesn't really have anything. I don't know why I just said that. Uh, <laughs> the ins- <if> you
4: go- <laughs> cheap plug.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, if you go to uh, thecruisercloset.com, I do have a couple issues of the first one yeah. left, um, which those are sold out on the Kickstarter, so you can't get the first one. Those less than twenty four hours, right? You.
4: Yeah, we, we did, so we did one that was limited up to twenty, where you can get issue one and two, and that flew off. And then we started getting messages like, hey, I missed it. Can I still get one? So all of us, it was like, hey, we know we did a limited one, but there's some, some, there's a demand. So what do we do? And it was like, well, let's do another one, but let's only limit it to this amount because it's a fast-selling book. I, and I'm not bragging about it, but it's, it's crazy, dude, because there's like it's nothing being done right now even with marvel and dc they don't do anything like that no one's honed in to that and ec comics tried but they because i guess they formatted it wrong or something happened and didn't work out well so they tried to do a resurgence it didn't happen and then we did this and like it's still one of the biggest selling books at the con we and why we had that we We're doing the con circuit and C2E2 and everything. And we're like, hey, we're doing the Kickstarter for two. Okay, where's your info so I can keep that up and I want to do it. So that was really cool. And I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, issue one. Uh, So we're like, okay, let's do uh, the revenge of Monster Mates. And within 24 hours, it was gone again. So there's one other way besides going to CrypticCloset.com or guerrillapublishinggroup.com. And we both only have limited qualities uh saturday because this comes out monday right Mm -hmm. yeah july 18th in griffith indiana at creative comics who's honestly man we talked Biggest supporter yeah we talked about like guys uh if you're in northwest indiana make creative comics your like a destination to go to jim if it wasn't for him man like a lot of us from Northwest Indiana, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. So shout out to Jim and Slavis and the great guys at Creative Comics. And they're doing Cryptic Taco Day, where they're going to have us come out. Uh, we're going to have a little station for people to back if they haven't already. And we'll have limited qualities of uh, or quantities, right? Yeah. So Unlimited quality. Big, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Unlimited quantity. <laughs> I hope it's high quality tacos. If that is what you're, you're but, uh, serving. Yeah, well, walking tacos. And uh, we'll have issue one there as well. And then some of the guys will be out, and then we're going to have a limited edition print that uh, Vinny and Bill did of uh, the Creeper saying, join us at Creative Comics.
0: Um, yeah, no. So on top of that, I mean, if you go to pretty much any of our social media, yeah. Cryptic Closet, Instagram, um, or on the Facebook, we've made numerous posts about it, and each post include the link. It's in our mm-hmm. bio. Um, you can just Google Kickstarter, Tales from the Crypto Closet too. Um, if you have any issue, feel free to contact us. We'll send you the All link right. directly. But, um, again, thank you to every single person who's donated, yeah, who's backed crazy, our man. vision, backed our ideas, bought a shirt, bought a fanny pack. Whatever the case may be, it's, like, we're extremely grateful, especially during um, And the last time I talked time. to you guys. A lot's happened since with the Crypto Closet. We had, like, this crazy, during um, Revolution Weekend, our fanny packs went viral, and during the whole COVID thing I know a lot of people were struggling with work we were fortunate enough to have like 600 orders to ship out and counting um, and me and Moses were just extremely backed up we were we were making money and I, I just gotta say thank you to every single person who uh, who backs Crypto Closet or Tales from Crypto Closet or Guerrilla Publishing cause um, just wanna let you know every single person behind all those companies are extremely grateful
4: Moses? Yeah most definitely yeah.
0: Again,
1: we cannot stress enough how much we appreciate and thank every single one of you guys who have supported what we do, because uh, ultimately, without the support of you guys, we simply wouldn't be able to do any of this cool stuff that we're doing. So, thank you, uh, thank you guys for you know giving us some time to kind of spotlight what we're doing. We appreciate it. Well,
2: I, I think I think Moses, well, we have you. We gotta we got to give you the two questions. You know, for those oh, of you, no, I know we've, we've <laughs> mentioned oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've I'm mentioned scared. Moses before. You know my my favorite memory of Moses is one that I, I can't really talk about. Oh God, I no! Can, Moses knows <laughs> Moses Moses knows how to make an entrance. I will leave it at that. Uh, first time uh, Ryan invited. I mean, this was when the staff was a third of what, the size that it is now, so logistically just be impossible to invite everyone to his lake house. But uh, first time I went to his lake house. Moses and Vinny showed up a little bit later, but I mean they showed up and
0: from our first horror convention yeah, yeah they're coming from their first horror yeah. convention and moses, flashback
2: moses knows how to make a an entrance i I will leave it at that but moses always just like been around it's it's great because it's almost like it's kind of the same thing with like with my little brother where i forget my brother's 21 in my head my brother's always just like 15 16 and like we were on the jericho cruise and i'm just like oh no like moses is drinking and he's like yeah he's like 21 already i'm like N- no he's not He Oh yeah, I'm like it has been five <laughs> years that I've known him. I'm like it it does make sense. Um so yeah, Moses, you know, he's Vinny's little brother, he's he's always around. Uh my favorite thing is just like when you see when you see you guys, uh it's like you know who's who because one is just covered in tattoos and then the other one has the fucking the giant fro. So it's just you know like you guys look like characters like out of like a a comic book almost you know (laughs) um but with moses uh you know so everyone we have on here we always ask them the two questions the first one is uh what was your first piece of wrestling merchandise that you remember you know whether it was like a t-shirt someone bought you you know maybe toys or some shit
1: Oh, I'm thinking like toys like from way back when I was a little kid, but like in terms of actual merch, yeah, I remember it was uh Zack Ryder. It was like all the merch, the necklace, the the uh Broski Fizz. Right. At that time that was the, the that was like his gimmick right there. Um shout out to Matt Cardona cuz he's he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Great dude. Great dude. Appreciate him.
2: And do you have a favorite piece of
1: like wrestling memorabilia that you own? <sighs> as of right now, what do I own that's my favorite? That's a hard one. Well, I know at the office we have that Chris Benoit um, signed. <laughs> it's a, yeah, we bought a, an old autograph signed Chris Benoit, um, eight by ten, and flying headbutt onto on mm-hmm. Triple H. So I mean, l-
2: a little morbid, but it goes with the theme of the cryptic closet, I guess. And our office, by extension. <laughs> sure, in your office by extension. <laughs> what about? I guess this is another one. Just because, again, being around your brother, who's like such a creative. What's a favorite thing he's come up with? Like, I know personally, uh like Vinny, like he came up with the, the name Micro Brawler, you know. And like uh, I, and, and Micro Heredia, and micro Her, Micro Heredia as well. <laughs> our, our nickname for for Michael, <laughs> stupid Michael. uh You know, what about that? What, what's the best thing about working
1: with your brother? Um, The best thing about working with my brother Well, A That he's my brother Um, I know not everybody has great relationships With, you know, their family Siblings, etc But I've just been very fortunate And blessed to have A great relationship with my brother We've never had any kind of you know falling outs or anything you know across the years that we've been together and it's just one of those very very rare things a uh, very very rare bond that we share and um it's allowed us to do what we've been able to do so i think that's probably the best part about it is you know like it it always started with us you know and it's just an extension of you know kind of where we're at
2: mm-hmm. it's very very touching dave you got anything to to ask the boys before we head out of here
3: um, you kind of put me on the spot there. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I sit next to Vinny every time I come into the shop, so um, and I get to see Julio all the time when I come in. Who's he's actually been on our side of the room, yeah, it's uh, been
4: pretty interesting. And it's on been it's pretty fun.
3: Own. Uh, I don't. Instead of uh, instead of a question, I'll just make a comment. I'm just glad to see that uh, specifically this project has worked out really well. Um, Thank you. But you know the first one and the horror house, um, and I'll I'll just say one of my experiences from the horror house. Like when you guys were setting up, I was outside, and people were just walking by, and everyone was like, "What's going on in there? What's what's that?" And then I would say, "Oh, it's the horror house." And like, "What's that?" And I would explain, you know, we got vendors. Um, you know, see <laughs> Michael brought his little arcade machines in there, his little <laughs> munchkin arcade machines. But it's, it's like, it's a little convention. It's dedicated to horror. And uh, it's a real passion project by my boys. And they were like, oh, we should go to there. And like, just seeing like people that had nothing to do with it and that were just walking on the sidewalk and just saw the baby that you guys birthed in motion and just the enthusiasm that I, I don't believe in like karma or any weird spiritual shit like that. But there's something about, like, true passion and enthusiasm that just, it radiates. And so seeing that, and then the first time I came in, I don't know what I was expecting crowd-wise, but I was like, holy shit, this is is pretty packed. People were walking around. There was a buzz. It was like being in a hive. Um, And just seeing that and then coming all the way to where you guys are at now, um, and it's becoming more of a tangible thing, it's like a product and it's like it's a it's a thing out in the ether i'm i couldn't be happier for you guys and so um i can't wait for the third one i can't wait for the second horror house thank you um and like i said full disclosure me and berto get to hear all the behind the scenes (laughs) ideas and musings (laughs) and the stuff that i heard like every every time i hear an idea i'm like oh that's so dope so i can't wait for Uh it and uh you guys are doing great i'm proud of you
4: well thank you we love you guys and i'm sorry I have to tell Stank something. It's, it's, I, it's rare that I speak to you, just in general, because I hold you really high. Oh. So it's like nervous. Like And I am here really high. Most yeah, of the time. I, I know. I smoke pot. guys. And it, when I first started, I told Vinny, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm nervous to talk to Ryan. Mm -hmm. and he was like don't worry about it go do this and that what i haven't told him was like i've been nervous to talk to stank oh no! (laughs) (laughs) so like every time i don't know if you notice like on slack i'm just like hey sir it's really nervous but um i felt like you know at the end you talked about like having after horror house you're just like oh you know having your withdrawal and i like i got emotional we're it's the three of us, and we're, like, taking off the graphics that you provided for no. us. So thank you for <laughs> – no and I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, talking to Moses, and I'm just like, dude, this is kind of sad. He goes, I know. But I think the moment, like, not knocking anyone who was like, hey, man, I'm proud of you, like, you know, our families and stuff like that. But I didn't really talk to Stank at that time, he, you know, because of Lopez. And, you know, it was just really weird. Like, I was always just, like, in the background and let Vinny go out there. I was like, let him promote it. We got it. Mm-hmm. But when uh, there was a moment you just came up to me and you gave me a hug, you were like, I'm proud of my boys. And I was just like, holy shit. It was like, it was validating. So thank you, man. Like, I didn't tell you that, but that meant the world to me. So I was just like, holy. And I went up to Lisa. I was just, she was like, you look like you're going to cry. I feel like I'm going to cry right now. And I was just like, I was like, no, I was like, that that stank. And she goes, oh, that's the, the, the main guy. I was like, yeah. I was like, he told me he was proud of us she goes you're gonna cry it's like yeah hell yeah i'm gonna cry stank told me we're proud so thanks man i appreciate that no problem no problem hi
2: i think that's as excellent story to go out on as as possible uh where can be or you're not and it's okay well we'll give the interest because we're gonna we're gonna do our outro so we'll give you your social your social media plugs at the end and before we get to kenny omega but um I guess now is a good time as ever. Dave and I, we discussed last week's episode. We were like, uh, you know, we brought back Fan of the Week, mm-hmm. which, I mean, because this is one long episode, I can't in a Fan of the Week. So I lied and Fan of the Week isn't <laughs> gonna be on this one. But uh, back when we first started, ironically enough, I was looking through some stuff yesterday. Uh, Dave and I, we were doing a t-shirt giveaway. And we did it for a few episodes, but it got to the point where it was just basically the same 10 people that were like <laughs> retweeting and stuff uh so we're gonna bring What's it up ba- Day? yeah shout out <laughs> shout out ddj um so we're gonna bring it back this week uh free t-shirt courtesy of pro wrestling tees all you gotta do is uh this week's episode and you know for the following weeks that week's episode will be our pin tweet on our uh twitter like and retweet it and then we'll pick one random uh person you know who liked and retweeted
0: it Make sure you're following us as well. How about this? How about this? I'm gonna, I'm, we're just going to wing it. Are, are you, I'm going to pin it on my on the Crypto Closet Twitter, too. And obviously, we'll share it on our social media, including anybody who's a Crypto Closet supporter. If anybody wants to share it or whatever, we'll throw in a free shirt, same size. So you get a Crypto Closet shirt and a Pro Wrestling t-shirt. Uh, one. Hold on.
4: We'll add on to that oh. because it's it's. <laughs> we're, where's we, Don West? <laughs> yeah. uh, because you, we're representing Cryptic Closet and Gorilla Publishing, we'll do it on our Twitter as well. And then if you'll get a PWT shirt or yeah something from Cryptic Closet, and then Gorilla Publishing will give one issue of every one of our titles, including on there as well. <laughs>
3: You guys lucked out listening this week. Yeah, you
4: guys lucked out listening this week. So
2: it's it's as easy as just uh, liking, following, and retweeting us. And you get that uh, big package. Yeah, you get that yeah, big package. We're not package. talking about Julio's. Yeah, we're not talking about Julio's. Hey, stop looking man. But
4: that,
3: But that's everything. That's anything on Pro Wrestling Tees or that's an exclusive in the store. So if you want those Chicago colorways or any of the store exclusive shirts, which. I mean, I've been in all those YouTube or not the YouTube, all those Facebook groups where they're like, hey, if you're going to the sh- if you're going to the shop, grab me one of those Young Bucks Chicagos, grab me one of those Bullet clip Chicagos. So, yeah,
2: that's um, yeah, so what we have, those. So it's that easy. You guys have been enticed. You guys heard all the cool shit you can win. So I'm pretty excited about that. Send a box
3: out. Yeah,
2: a whole <laughs> box. I'm also pretty excited. And I'm glad that I have you two guys here because I don't know if I've told you yet. So as of right now, we're in episode 50. Which means in two weeks it'll be episode fifty-two, which will be the one year, a one-year anniversary. You know, like usually people kind of like fifty is like a monumental thing, um, but with us we're like well fifty-two. You know, I've been doing it fifty-two weeks for a full year now. And you're DC guys, uh, exactly. And we're <laughs> DC guys, uh, and you know Dave and I we, we kind of talk back and forth like, oh, who should we have on? Like, oh, maybe this person, maybe that person, and Ricky well, Lake.
3: Hold, hold on, So let, let's be honest. There were a couple of people that we used to hold in high regard that ended up being pieces of shit, so now we don't want them on our anniversary show. So we've scrubbed that, and now we got a great new idea. Yeah. So
2: episode one hundred of the PWT cast is going to feature uh, founder CEO Ryan Barkin, Kid Cash, Kid Cash himself. Oh yeah. And I actually asked Sean Barkin. You know, listens to the show. Nick Barkin doesn't listen. He's too busy i don't know with his craft beers but sean barkin even though he's a doctor you know helping out right now with corona and everything he still takes out time out of his day to listen to our
0: podcast sean has i mean well ryan has the coolest brothers Yeah, ever all of them are a delight they're all they're all super red sean nick
2: well that's um, why like i so i i was like oh well nick doesn't even listen to the show so am i gonna ask him if he wants to be on i was like sean's so busy you know saving the world saving the world i was like i'm not gonna ask him to be on Because I figured, you know, we already had Julia on, Mm -hmm. and I felt like a monumental episode we should have a Barkin on.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, better than one Barkin, let's have two Barkins. (laughs) So we have, uh, we're announcing it right now. Episode 52 is going to feature Ricky Barkin and Gail Barkin, uh, Ryan's (laughs) parents.
3: Yeah. And if you're wondering, Ricky is his dad.
0: Ricky is his dad. Wait, with an eye, right? Oh, man. Yeah. With an eye. And listen, Well, we'll Well, I can tell you this I will not be missing it. (laughs) I see what you did there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I kept it.
3: <laughs> and we'll get into in. so
2: Yeah, listen, we'll you know, we'll get into all that. Um I'm thinking I'm going to set up some sort of like if you have questions you want to ask his parents, you can send them in as well. Yeah. Um if you're not part of the if you're not part of the Pressing Tees uh VIP Facebook group, join it. I'll be posting a lot of that there cuz a lot of those people there have interacted with Rick rick is as eccentric as a character as a like he fits in within the cast of pro wrestling tees yeah. um
0: he's the only person in pro wrestling tees who is part of sons of anarchy
2: yeah i mean this guy oh, he just
0: owns a picture on his door that's <laughs> it he founded pru
2: yeah. yeah Listen, it makes it makes sense that those two people are his parents and they're both awesome storytellers like earlier in the week i was i i heard their origin story of how they met and it is the most rick barking way i'll put it this way it is and i'll have them and i'll have i was them, gonna say
0: please have them read i'll have the them story. you know
2: retell i'll have because it's fun because i heard his version first then i heard you know rick told me his story gail told me her story and like at the end of it i was just like yeah That is the most Rick Barkin thing he could do. Uh, So for episode fifty two, you guys, we're gonna have uh, Gail and Rick Barkin on Um, again. Can't wait! If you guys want to ask, send in any sort of questions. uh, I'll have more information on that for next week. Um,
0: But But didn't you say you were gonna? Didn't you say if you want to ask him a question, all you gotta do is use hashtag Ask Ricky R I K I.
2: (laughs) That's gonna be the. That's you know we're gonna set up that hashtag on on Twitter as well. Uh, But just more information on that next week.
3: And also. He's mad that we know that his name is really Ricky, so he promised he's going to tell us some juicy dirt on Ryan. Oh
4: yeah! Oh I, man! I, oh, he got livid. Yeah.
2: yeah, I asked him for some juicy dirt on on Ryan. Um, I don't even think we've told Ryan yet that we're going to have oh. his parents on. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tentatively scheduled now. It's Ryan's parents, unless Ryan says we can't have them on. But <laughs> <laughs> don't tweet do anyway. don't yeah. tweet him about yeah. this. All right. Just don't don't let him know we're having his parents on. Yeah. Uh, but Julio, Vinny, where can people find you guys online?
0: Uh, my personal is um, on Instagram. It's at Vinny Malave at The Cryptic Closet. Um, oh, hey.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> at Moses.Gibson314 uh,
0: on Instagram. And um, Squirt Russell on OnlyFans.
4: Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn, I can't follow that. Why, why I do you understand. always do this? <laughs> Uh it's Gorilla Pub on Instagram and I Gorilla Publishing Gorilla uh Gorilla with a U. Yeah, it's G U E R R I L L A. Uh Gorilla Publishing at Twitter, uh same thing on Facebook and then Gorilla Publishing com.
0: And then Queefers Sutherland on OnlyFans for him. Yes, <laughs> for Southernland. It's Miller's. I'm Long Miller's. Miller's. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were Girth Brooks. <laughs>
2: Uh, All right, guys. Well, uh, it's it's that time of the week now where um, I've run out of things to say. Me too. At least on mic because a lot of things we're going to say off mic is is not uh, podcast friendly. Um, But uh, for the PWT cast, I've been Scrump.
4: Uh, Julio.
2: Vinny.
0: Moses. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang. bang. bang.